our listeners, if they've been listening to our previous episodes, um, Freddie, you had two tributes, two tributes to uh, a friend, yep, a former um, your your teacher, your student aide, right? Yep. Um, and I kept thinking, I was like. I don't want Freddie crying at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want you crying, bro. I mean, like you cried hard for Charlotte, right, Charlotte? Mm-hmm. And uh, it moved me enough to say, I need the opposite to happen mm-hmm. when you, uh, when you know, God forbid, I go. You know, oh, you ain't going nowhere. If uh, if if I have a funeral, I know this is kind of turned for the morbid over here, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want you high at my funeral. <laughs> And I do want you to make people laugh at my funeral. I do. I kind of, not not that I want to set, but I definitely would like you to kind of like, I don't know, make it, make some anecdotes. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. But, but, uh, but you can't be high. You can't be crying. What the fuck you want me to do? Pee on your tombstone? No, you just can't. I'm sorry. All That's right. my rule. That is my rule. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. But I'll ask you a question. Sure. You already said I couldn't do it. No, you can't. Hold period. On, hold on. You already said I couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah. But why? Just because I kind of want a little bit more of an honest, you know, like I kind of want an honest Freddie at my funeral so I could watch up from above. And I and I like because I feel like if you're high, I feel like you're just hiding. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. See now again. This is where you and I differ. I think that I th- I th- okay. I think I'm baked. So much. I think you and the rest of my social circle, friends, family, whatever. I think you guys think that I'm like this, like, like sleepy-eyed dude who just is completely incoherent. No. No, that's like, not what I'm thinking. No, no. I just no. I'm not saying you're thinking it, but I think that that's the image that everybody might have. Freddie's high. Freddie's probably. Dude. Well, my family wouldn't know that you're high. Dude, I need some fries. No, no. For me, it's like, because when I get high, believe it or not, when I get high, I just watch movies. Yeah, but I'm just saying like in a situation, my funeral, I don't want you laughing at some random thing that somebody's going to say. And this is the thing, though. See, but but if I don't get high, I will cry. I would be the only way not well, to Well, you cry. better find a way to hold it. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, okay. Inside. All right, so I can't get high at your funeral. I mean, you could, fi- you could cry when I'm like the, the caskets br- brought down on earth, you know, like brought down to the dirt. Brought down to, yeah, it's, that's yeah. all well. I mean, you could, you could, you, you have my permission there, but uh, not at the, um, not at the, the like, I would say, what is it? Where cause people, a scandal, when, ball. When, no, when people talk, you know, when the casket's uh, in the funeral home, what is that? Is oh, that the memorial, the wake? The wake, the wake, yes, the, the wake. wake. Yeah, so don't don't be crying there. I, the thing about that though is, like, if I if I were to do your wake, if I were to speak at your wake, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna tell the truth. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna tell the truth. Okay, fine. When I first met Kirby, I don't know how I fucking met Kirby, but here we are. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean, like, cause, cause, cause I hope that your death your death isn't but twenty thirty years away. Hopefully, um, but um, okay, yeah, but I swear to God, if you don't do what I ask you to do. I'm gonna come back. You, I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back as like a bird, and I will shit on your head. I will, or yeah. or you know what? I will come back as a little puppy, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, there's a little puppy, and the puppy's gonna Bite. pee on your chair. I got a story, and it's about gonna that. be a pee that you cannot get rid of. It can't be worse than what already happened to me. Um, it can't be. 
Okay, then we'll just leave it at that. Oh, no, no, uh, maybe, <laughs> no, but I, but I'll put it to you this way. Uh, I can't cre- I can't cry at your funeral. Mm-mm. I can't be high at your funeral. No, no, let's I, be clear. I, I, let's, let's, to... let's, let's clear it up at the wake. Okay, you can cry. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, cry perfect, at the funeral. Perfect, perfect. You can cry at the funeral, perfect. but not the wake. Perfect. Yeah. Can't can't cry at the wake. Mm-hmm. Can't 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 uh, can't cry at the wake. Can't be high at the wake. Nope. That's fine. I I will take that. Okay. But if I die before you. Uh huh. You have to go to Fenway Park and spread my ashes on the at home plate. Oof, that's gonna be hard. I'm leaving that task up to you, and you know what? What makes it worse? What? You gotta wear one of my Red Sox jerseys while oh, doing it. Oh, that's gonna be hard. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. So, so, so. Okay, I will, no, I, I will, I'll, I'll deal. I'll deal. Because, I, will, I will wear right. a Red Sox jersey. Because as I see it, I see you being the godfather to my child one day. I see you being one of the best men at my wedding. I don't say best man because I have a cavalcade of best men lined up. But that being said, Wait, how many best men are you going to have at your wedding? Three. Three. Do I crack the top three? <laughs> well, yeah, you. Uh-huh. So it'd be you, uh-huh. Brian. Okay. And to a lesser extent. Jawara. Oh, okay. A I already shout made that, out to Jawara. I already made that promise to Jawara that unfortunately he's gonna be he's not gonna be a groomsman. He's gonna wind up being one of my best men. Yeah. Um <laughs> Wow, okay. so you know it's gonna be interesting. Uh, okay. before let's let's get off a little off track here. Okay, sure. So I'm very low key. Um so like if I, if we had a bachelor party mm-hmm. You know, I probably would try to find something that we both enjoy, right? Um, what would Brian and Jawara want to do for your bachelor party? Get me laid. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Really? Because mm-hmm. neither, uh, neither one of them think it'll ever happen. <laughs> wow, that's messed up. Yeah. Okay. Brian. I didn't, Brian even wanna, I didn't even think about going there, but okay. Here's the funny part about Brian. Brian is like left in awe, like in straight awe whenever I just talk to a girl for more than two minutes. Jawara, since Jawara's known me since I was 12, Jawara is of the belief that you just, you flat out suck. <laughs> like as much as Jawara, Jawara and I are best friends. I love Jawara. He's, he's, one of, he's my ride or die. He's one of my ride or die bros. Mm-hmm. But Jawara, for as much as we respect and care about each other as friends, we legitimately hate each other. Jeez. It's a weird thing. But Jawara and Jawara, Brian would want to get me laid. Uh-huh. Jawara thinks I'm going to crack in under a minute. Okay. Crack under a minute. Like, what does that mean? Think about it. Okay. I think I got it. There you go. <laughs> no, no, say, okay, wait, wait, wait. That's a uh, that sucks. Take, I feel this, like that's a waste of like a is, bachelor party. The, this is the these are the people that are close to my heart in a very weird in a very weird way. The most fucked up people I know are the ones that are closest to my heart. Mm. Like, See, oh yeah, yeah. Like for instance, with you, what was your bachelor party? I didn't have a bachelor party. You never had a bachelor party. No, I didn't have one. Never. No. And no. how long have you been married? Three. Years. Three years. Yeah. So when you reach your ten year anniversary, we're going to a damn strip club. No, we're not. Yes, I'm we not are. going. Nope, I'm not going. Sorry. Why not? I don't care for strip clubs. Then again. I don't. Okay. I don't. All right. Yeah. I'll take you to Chuck E. Cheese. <sighs> yeah. You <gotta laughs> we'll, do we'll talk something. about it in seven years. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So um all right, so going back, yep. you said okay, so I, I'd have to spread your ashes at home plate. Yep. And I have to wear a Red Sox jersey. Damn right. Is there a particular number that I have to have on? I'm giving you my personal 
number fifteen Ramirez. Number fifteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's every awesome. every every cousin, every close friend that's gonna that's gonna be there uh-huh. has a specific job. Like if I invite five people, Brian Jawara. First of all, Jawara is gonna spit on my ashes. I don't think he would, but that would be really messed up if he did. First of all, that's that's who Jawara is. Jawara would spit on my ashes, but he would miss me. But he'd just be like, "Fuck you!" Like it's just that's just the way it is. All right. But like. Five people have five different things to do. You're going to spread my ashes at home plate. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but okay. Okay, you're going to spread part of my ashes at home plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian is responsible for spreading some of my ashes on the green monster. Uh, and my cousins, Eric, uh, Eric, Irwin, and uh, Jimmy, those bastards, I have written that I want them to smoke my ashes. They seem to have the easiest tasks. What the heck, man? I mean, Brian seems to... No, no, like, you like to challenge me on a daily basis. Might as well do it to you. This oh podcast is the only time I get to challenge you. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, the ashes on the green monster, that seems pretty doable. Uh, smoking right. your ashes. Doable. <laughs> doable. Um, Home plate, not doable. And it and doesn't even seem like the smoking part has a time frame, so it feels like... It could be done. Whenever. It would all. It would all be done in the course of a week. Because <laughs> I don't want to be. But I'm buried. just like, how the heck am I going to get on home plate and and dump some ashes there? You can take a Fenway tour and sneak out. It's going to have to be like Shawshank Redemption. I'm at that. Hey, I'm going to have to put it in my my um my pants. Wh- what is and it? Then just shake. You know, a little bit <laughs> on home plate. What what is it that you say? And I'll Fig- be like, fake it until you make it. <laughs> what what is it you tell me every day? Figure it out, man. Figure it out. You hey. gotta figure it out. Fair, man. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so like, if you die, mm-hmm. obviously I'm not I'm not allowed to cry at the wake or be high at the wake. Right at the wake. What would you want me to do at the wake? I told you I, I want you to make everybody laugh. So you want me to give an impromptu stand up? Sort of. Fuck, you give me the most difficult Sort of, chores. sort of. Like, I just want you to just be honest, you know, but at the same time, make it funny. I feel, okay, <laughs> every single week we do this show, I feel I'll like be watching be, from above, so just, just just don't disappoint. I, I will try not to. Yeah. I really will. I don't know. See, now that's a high-pressure situation. It's funny, because I, I, I really would be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see this, this this guy over here you'd fake your own death just no, to see how I well not, i do i'm just saying i just like i would <laughs> i would totally be front row watching and you would you would know that i'm there so yeah don't don't just don't die just before. don't embarrass just, yourself That's don't emba- i do that every day <laughs> good luck because then my family's gonna judge you you know how I'm going to open the show? Then my, my sister's going to kill you, so don't, don't oh, do it. Oh, Glenda. My, my sister would definitely smack lo- you. You know why? You know what? You know what? Okay, this is a message to your sister. Okay, go ahead. You want to know how I'm opening up your damn stand-up tribute? Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you Valadiers, mofo. <laughs> I'm going to open up that show. There, there you go. There you go. Yo, Good job. Yo, me and Kirby, we bonded, and he was my homie, and you know, I had trouble pronouncing his name over the years. All right. All right, well, let's move away from yeah, the morbidity. The morbidity uh, the, needs the to morbidity go. Morbidity, comedy, comedy. Uh, okay, but let's move away from that. All at, right. So at least now our listeners know what we have planned in our world. We do. They do. They have an insight. Yes. Yes. They All do. right. Um, that wow, what a starter, right? For hello. <laughs> for the, yeah, for this episode. Okay. Um, so you. So let's talk about social media. Uh, yes, sir. So. We, 
I'm making an effort to rebrand our social media. We're going to be yes. doing a little bit more videos, yes. a little bit more content that's going to be posted. Um, I refuse to get on TikTok. I'm not going to get a TikTok account. I don't. Not, I don't. Not, I don't even not, know what no, no. what you would do for ten seconds <laughs> on a TikTok. I don't. Really I don't want to do that. Don't. I think Instagram sharing it on on Facebook and Twitter is enough. Um, yeah. If we can get it on YouTube, cool. But uh, I and feel I, like YouTube, I, maybe maybe it's just too much. And I notice we're dropping in followers on Twitter. We went from 29 to 25. What Jeez. are we doing? We we just need. Is to, it us? We, I'm not. I don't really care about Twitter followers. I just I'm like we need more to the podcast. We need exposure, damn it. No, we need podcast listeners. That's the whole point of what we're doing, right? Yeah, I mean, but you know what's weird? It's like every time I check my Instagram, every time I check the uh, the Curb Wheels Instagram, there you go, there's the handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I check the Curb Wheels Instagram, or every time I check my the Curb Wheels Facebook, it says Curb Wheels has two new views or three new views. Like, where the fuck are they coming from? Because they're not. Sure I'm adding anybody who follows us. Okay. Anybody who follows us, I'm adding. Okay. I don't, I don't so, care if they're a bot. I'm, I'm so adding. So you're them. the reason for the massive explosion on my phone. No, 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 no. I don't think, I, to be honest with you, I think some bots are just listening just, or yeah, liking let, our shit. Let them in. Uh, yeah. But, um, but I want more people listening. You know, like, I want more people to kind of listen. So we just need to rebrand ourselves. So, which the point is, uh, just need you, Freddie. To clean your camera, unmute yourself. Yeah, and, well, you, you're um, never gonna let that go. That was, <laughs> and that was me trying my hardest. Oh, no, bro. All right, we just, I just need more. Clean from your you. camera. Got it. But we need more. Like we just need to do more. That's all. You know, like I'm not saying that every single thing that has to be posted has to be a video. I mean, it could just be pictures, or you just add some music. Why just don't add, I do, Why don't we just record a video of me doing what people don't think I can do? Which is. Move my legs. Okay. People. I mean, I'm talking everybody from Ralph Cooper to, to Rob Coffee. Shout out to those boys. Uh, to even one of my best friends in the world. Even one of my closest confidants in the world. Uh, Melissa. Uh, shout out to Melissa. She's a great human being. Um, she was extremely surprised that I actually uh, can move my legs like up and down. People do not believe. That I actually have movement in my legs. That's like, oh, speaking of social media. Mm-hmm. So so the, the caveat, folks, is that simply put, people think that when you're disabled, you're completely disabled. And there are parts of you that don't work or don't function or don't move. Uh, a brief description of my disability is simple. Cerebral palsy has a lot to do with the brain. Of course, the brain affects right. the body. Yep. Uh, my lower extremities and my knees and my legs are just really weak. There's no connection. According to the doctors, there's no communication between my brain and the part of my body that says, hey, get up and walk. Uh, it was documented that it's never going to happen. I've been at peace with it for the last seven years. But when people think disabled, they think complete, complete, complete paralysis. Right. And it's not the case. I can move my legs. If my leg itches, I can lift it up and scratch wherever I need to scratch. I can fuck. I did the Charleston at one point just to be stupid. But people don't believe that I can lift my legs up and down or that I can stop or this, that, and the third. Well, let's make it, let's make it some content. So then. if you want to do a TikTok thing. No, I'm not doing TikTok, man. Fine. Fine. If you want to do a I video. I mean, if you, want, if you want to create a TikTok, that's uh, no, on I, you, I man. I ain't doing all that. Yeah, I'm just, I, don't, yeah. I don't see the point. Well, um, yeah. Let's, let's get some content of you moving your... <laughs> Sure. 
I won't need to be higher bake. Oh, oh higher okay. drunk for it. I will not need to be. All right. Well, All right. Well, I definitely need you to, to yeah, just add some stuff on your end. I, I like. I would I, like. I would I, like to see more. Yes, like, I would like yes. to see videos of that. I, I, I would like to see because I'm like. I guess. I don't think I've, mean, I've seen you move. I mean, you Do, have. You did the Charleston. I was being stupid. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I was like, damn, you did the Charleston. Okay. How? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like, you're right though. Like, there are certain things that people assume, and right. I think it would be nice to to show that. Like, like people don't think it's possible for me to have sex. Oh no, I know, I know that that's very possible, and I only found that out because I, at the library, um, <laughs> I, it's just a weird story. So I just remember um, my I was I was I was managing uh, the branch at the time yeah, uh, yeah. in DC sure. in DC, and then um, I remember my adult librarian. You know, he he was doing movie nights, and I was like, look, I was like, we gotta. We we gotta change it, you know, because yep. like the movie nights. We first off, he was doing it in the basement of the library, which was very creepy. And I was like, we're not doing it there anymore. So I was like, we we probably should do it, you know, in the main area so people can see what's going on. People have chairs. There's people books. have chairs, so if there's something that catches their eye, we can add them as you know, um, people that came to watch the movie. Right. right. So. He did a documentary on, like, he, he showed a documentary on these people, um, disabled people who were, were talking about their lives. And one part of the video, they were talking about how they have sex. And they literally went very deep into that topic. And I remember there were women, like, women who were like, yeah, I want to know what it's like to have sex with a disabled man. And I was like, what? 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 I was like, what are we watching? <laughs> like, what is this? I I, I, I was just like, I, I don't think I could turn this off right now, but at the same time... I'm disgusted, but I can't look away. But I'm like, they didn't say any... They didn't show anything. Like, obviously, of, they didn't, of it didn't go... Pornographic. Pornographic. But they did talk a lot about what happens. And I was just like, oh, okay. All right. This is... um. This is, uh, this is very informative. One would Im- one would imagine it would be like a s- most people. Okay, for okay, I'm okay. All I'm saying is that yes, I uh, know that I, you could have I, sex. I, I I will put it to you like the following comments are not uh, are not the beliefs of Kirby Valadares or anyone else not affiliated with me. Um, I often joke that it would be like having sex. It would be like using a sit and spin. A sit and spin. I don't know what that means. You ever seen those toys from back in the day where you just, it was like a oh, child's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I often credit the joke to being like, okay, it's like having sex with a CPR dummy. <laughs> and on that note, we'll move on. Kirby, right, you've got right. the floor. All right, all right. So we got to work on your social media presence. Yes, okay, so we, we're going to work take on the that. Mute off. I'm going to start taking a little bit more of the lead. Um, Please do. We, we definitely, for our, our listeners, we definitely have some stuff planned for you guys. So yeah. I think some of it's going to be really funny. I just uh, got to do some editing, maybe even have something ready by as early as tomorrow. So uh, so it'd be ni- nice to have. You know, Rapid for, fire. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, man. Oh, so recently. Okay, yes. this is what I wanted yes. to talk about. Um, so I, my 
little one, Nick, he's into basketball. Mm-hmm. So I took him to a basketball game. Mm-hmm. I went to George Mason to watch the George Mason men's basketball team. They're the Patriots, right? George the Patriots, Patriots, yes, oh, okay. the Patriots. I often get them confused with the Colonials, but that's George Washington. That's George Washington. Okay. Um, I forgot. I was like, the Patriots? <laughs> I was like, Freddie would like to come to see the Patriots. The hell I would. <laughs> the green and yellow Patriots. <laughs> the crazy thing is I haven't followed college basketball since the Terps won in 02. Look, I, I don't follow college basketball at all, but I, I also know that Nick doesn't know much about basketball in general. He only, he only knows LeBron James. And unfortunately, the Lakers have already come to town and left. So I was like, you know what, I'll take him to uh, George Mason. And I got the cheapest seats possible. <laughs> and uh, I got a bit. I was like, I didn't expect to sit in the last row of um, the, the seating chart. <laughs> um, but then at halftime, we ended up moving down to where the lower section. And we were actually on TV. We actually came out on TV for a little bit. Like, well, that was awesome. Yeah, it was, that it was, was awesome. pretty cool. The only thing I didn't like was that the... Um, the season ticket holders in that section hated us <laughs> for being there. They they were extremely territorial. It was almost like we were like they were trying to like get us out, but the ushers didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, when you go to a baseball game, like a MLB, or you go to NHL hockey, any professional team, the ushers usually are like, "Hey, you need to get the get the yeah, heck get out up, of here. go home, go." Um, like they could tell, like you you don't belong in that section, especially like the season ticket holders. Mm-hmm. M- majority sit there. They definitely were not happy with us there, and I just didn't care, so I was like, I'm not moving. <laughs> mm. um, it definitely was a little tense at times because at one point they were like, these um, the people next to us, they were like, hey, there's a T-shirt below, you know, can you find it? And I was just like, what? And I was looking all over, and there was nothing there, and I was like, are they, are they messing with us? Are they fucking with us right now? But it was weird, man. It was just odd. Nick uh, didn't see any of it, but I just, as, as an adult, there were certain things that I was like, mm, I don't feel comfortable here. Well, I, you know, <clears throat> Nick was probably, again, Nick was probably just too young to realize what was going on. His fanaticism was like focused on just being in the arena. Yeah, yeah. But you were quick enough to pick up like, okay, what are you, what are you guys trying to say? Yeah, exactly. You what know? are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? say? Yeah. If you, and if you have something to say, say it. Right, exactly. I'm like, get the usher then if you want us out, <laughs> you know, but they never did. And we just sat there and we enjoyed the the rest of the game. Um, and I, I think it was just one of those things where I was like, man, this is the first time I ever felt like I'm in Virginia. You know, like were I'm I'm somewhere where I probably, you know, like I, I feel uncomfortable, you know. Were you feeling like, oh, I don't want to use the words racially profiled, but were you feel like you were on the border of heading that way? I think so. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I, I just, I could tell, like even... At the beginning of, the, like, before the game even started, they had warm-ups. And we got there, like, 45 minutes before the game started. Yeah. So, you know, like, when we got there, I ended up uh, going all the way down to the, the court side mm-hmm. seats. And I just, you know, I just wanted to take pictures. Just wanted to see, show Nick, you know, where, what the players are doing and focus on the fundamentals. Yeah, of the like, son, this is what you don't see on TV. <laughs> yeah. It just, I just wanted him to just, like, enjoy the moment. Sure. And I'll never forget, like, a, a season ticket holder came up to me, and she's like, oh, she's like, did somebody give you these seats? Oh. And I was like, <laughs> so I was polite, and I was like, no. I was like, these, we're just here right now to just watch warm-ups, but we're going to go back to our seats. And she was like, oh, okay. And then I was just like, damn. I was like, this is like, I was like, all right, 
okay, I get it. You don't really want us here. It just, it was very odd to even have that question asked at that point. I mean, I had a similar situation happen to me, but it was, it was in a different context. Okay. All right. So what, like six, five, six years ago, I was a freelance uh, Spanish interpreter. Mm Mm-hmm doing this by my own accord or whatever so i get called actually to do a to do a case uh for uh what the hell do you call it uh jesus christ what the fuck is it called <laughs> department of <laughs> uh, the, the, the child services there we go okay i got called in to interpret i got asked to interpret a uh child protective services case and i show up and this is pg county mm-hmm. you don't expect a lot of white people to be working in pg county Okay. In a certain degree. Not to be racist, but that's, it's weird because when you go to, because, you know, the short version is I, it was different than what I expected. Right. Okay. So when I get there, the family's already there. The family that I'm supposed to interpret for is already there. And I go up to them and I say, hey, you know, this is all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So everybody who's watching is like essentially looking at me. And again, my skin color will tell you different. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, hello, my name is Freddie. And this is all in Spanish. Hello, my name is Freddie. I am the Spanish interpreter that will be uh, working with you today. The family knew they were cool with it. All good. We wait for about five, ten minutes. And then all of a sudden the lady comes out and she's like, uh, family for privacy. You know, I was the Gutierrez family. You're up. So they go ahead of me, and they're, you know, fighting like, oh, no, let him go first. He's the guy. No, I was like, you guys go first. No problem. A lady comes up to me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. We we don't allow uh, members of the family in there with them. (laughs) I said, no, ma'am, I'm the Spanish interpreter you paid to to help. Right. Like, oh, my God, no way. Like, Oh my God! I'm so sorry. Like you, think you, you should be working here with us. I was like, wait a minute. On one hand, you're thinking I'm extremely Hispanic. I look just like them. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you're trying to tell me, hey, white boy, welcome to the family. Help us out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Help us out. And I was just kind of flabbergasted by that. I was like, wait a minute. They didn't know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nobody told you that I was the one coming in? Because they don't know what we look like, obviously. That right, our names right. are on a piece of paper. Right. Yeah. But it was just like, yeah, they, they straight up profiled me, bro. Like, and mind you, they were darker than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I no offense. You're medio cocinado. They were <laughs> they they were pretty damn cooked. <laughs> um but the but that was the point. Like, yeah, I experienced the same thing in a different context where it was like, on one hand, oh, we don't allow family in the room. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's, oh, my God, you look a lot like us. You should totally come work for us. <laughs> That's funny. And I was just like, and I went, and my manager calls me and says, hey, Freddie, how, uh, how did the assignment go? How did the case go? How would you handle everything? Like, I might have been slightly racially profiled, but otherwise I think I did great. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, I'm so we're so sorry. We'll never place you back in that building in. Shit. A week later, I was back in that same yeah. damn building <laughs> with the same damn lady, who was oh. like, I'm so sorry this happened to you, and I apologize. And actually, 
we'd like to talk to your company to see if we can offer you a full-time position here with us. I was like, yeah, no, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm That's good. funny. That's, uh, man, hey, it's how it goes. Yeah, 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 it's true. I mean, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other stories I can oh, yeah. talk about. So but, many. But that this so, was so definitely many. kind of like one of those where I was like, I, I, I guess I wasn't prepared for it. You know, like well, there are times where like. Are you I, ever? You can never. No. Well, you know, there are times where I was like, I guess I feel like the defense is up. You know, like I'm like, okay, you know what? Oh. Like I go into certain places, certain states where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have my guard up all the time. You know? No, yeah. No, no. So this was one of those where I was like, I didn't really have my guard up. And I just was surprised. Um, I guess it was just one of those where I was like, damn. Okay. I feel I don't feel good. Like I didn't. I didn't enjoy this like I wanted to. You know, like my son enjoyed it because he didn't. You know, obviously he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't see any of this. He's too young to understand. Sure. But I saw it and I was just like, God. I was like, I don't ever want to come back here again. (laughs) You know. But I was just like, maybe it's just you know. It's just I. Like on one hand, I, if I was a season ticket holder, and I guess if I was territorial about who's sitting in my in the in that section. From a sports perspective, I would say, okay, I kind of no, get it. No, dude, there's a difference. I can kind of get there's it. There's a difference between being territorial and just but like, flat out looking no, at somebody yeah, like you don't belong. But, but I would say like territorial in a sense like if they're rowdy, you know, like you could tell they don't belong there and they're rowdy and they're just being assholes. I get it. Sure. You could be upset and be like, hey, they need to go. Yeah. We weren't being rowdy. We were just sitting there. We were actually just watching the game. We weren't, he wasn't doing, you know, like Nick wasn't doing anything that I would say like, you know, yelling and jumping up and down. He wasn't being obnoxious. He was not. To the point he of was just like, attention. you know, if anything, I was just like, hey, pay attention to the game, you know, like watch this, watch yeah. that. But I just kind of was like, wow, I really don't feel welcome. Like they really make, you know, went out of the way to make me not feel welcome there. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you a question because because obviously the, our two situations are different and our personalities are different mm-hmm. for me i didn't take it as an offense i was laughing like i was just like oh look at oh, that no no you i know? get that yeah but, i agree but, with you but, there. But, but i was gonna say this to you did you because obviously when that happens there's like a a, a feeling in the air that a feeling in the atmosphere did you did you feel kind of like not like a heavy tension type of moment, but did you feel that feeling of just like yo, I don't think I'm wanted here? It it kind of came to a, to because a everybody point. has that moment. There was one point where I think everybody like in that section because they all know each other, you know, like all the season ticket holders know each other yeah, and they yeah, have yeah. conversation, they have a rapport with each other. Sure. So I think it was one point where there was a gentleman who worked for the university who kind of like came to our section and mm-hmm. he like walked into our role and he like talked to somebody else but i think it was kind of like i i guess that was the moment where i was like okay is he like trying to tell us something like he's very vaguely trying to tell us get the (laughs) fuck out of our seats yeah and i was just like i'm not going anywhere like at at that point i was like i'm definitely not going anywhere yeah like i'm sitting here and i really don't care what anybody thinks until until you send somebody yeah i'll get out of here i'm sitting here till you move but i'm like i'm nobody was sitting here like i didn't just like walk down you know i waited till the whole halftime and then said okay you know what we'll take these seats because they've been empty the whole time right so at that point i was like i'm not i'm not moving not going anywhere yeah because like like that moment that type of tension it's like a sticky feeling in the air it is it was it was. It was so, just you, like, so you had that moment, that yeah, sticky feeling in yeah, the air, that was. standoffish moment yeah, kind of sort of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just Fuck. like, as long as Nick has a good time, we're good. Yeah, but know? that kind of soils like the memory that you wanted to create for your son. Though. It, it does. Because it, in a sense, it's like I'm mm. as a parent, like I'm just like, I don't really want to go there anymore. Yeah. You like, know? yeah, like yeah. Well, this is the last yeah. Mason Patriots game I attend. <laughs> like a part, a part of me was like, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll buy him a jersey, you know, because there was a cool like jersey online that they had. You know, I can get him into the George Mason men's basketball team. And maybe, you know, maybe we could probably end up buying season tickets as when he gets older. You yeah, know? just, you know, and now, something for him. And now all of that is just like going out the window. Like, yeah, I'm like, no. I'm like, no. You know what? I'm No. Maybe I should be rooting for Georgetown at this point. Or maybe I'll root for George Washington. There you go. I'll root or, for your rivals. Or, you know, or I'll just root for another team where I know, you know what, I feel more comfortable. And I'll be, I'm not an alumni, but I'll definitely donate as whatever you guys want for your for your season tickets at this point. I know? mean, I mean, there are certain parts. And it's weird, right? Because Maryland is designated as a part of the South. Right. Yeah. So it's weird to live in a northeastern state that's a part of the South, and the deeper you go, obviously, that some people say the worst it gets. Well, that's what the, you know. That's the thing. It's like so here, you know, there's Maryland, D.C., Virginia, right? And there's always those running jokes about about Virginia. You know, like yep. I, I don't know how many times I've seen videos, you know, like little TikToks or Instagram, you know, the comedian somebody making fun of, you know, like. Here's the difference between D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And the running joke with Virginia is that the laws are stricter and you're not welcome in certain parts of Virginia. Virginia's for lovers, and, my ass. <laughs> and it, and it, 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 this was one where I was like, damn, they got it. Like, this is how I felt. Like Nailed this, it. They nailed it. And I was like, Ugh. like I'm not that far from where I currently I, I live. Mean, I mean, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> let me, let me, I'm going to just go real quick on this because I know we got another topic to cover. But yeah. In 2015, was it 2013? 2013, I get invited out to a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Me and my buddy Jeff decided, hey, we ain't got shit to do on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Let's go to a bachelor party. We didn't, it was like, oh, the bachelor party is going to be in, the, in Virginia. Okay, that's fine. It started off at the casino. We played in the casino, got drunk at the casino, fine. We didn't know that we were going to go to a place that was like, wow. We went to a place called Dumfries, Virginia. Mm-hmm. First time I'd ever heard of it. First matter of fact, first time I'd ever gone past Arlington. Okay. Okay. And mind you, I don't come to Virginia. I didn't go to Virginia as frequently as I did now. I didn't even know about Pentagon City or Tyson's Corner. Right. Okay. So we go to Dumfries. Man, you talk about shotgun shack in the middle of the fucking woods. <laughs> and this is not a good place to be if you're a Latino looking white dude, a, a white, you know, a white looking Latino. And my and Jeff, who I joke about him with this many times, a straight up redneck. Mm. He's a straight up redneck. No bullshit. But anyway. So we get to Dumfries, Virginia, man. And anyway, our first stop, unfortunately, is a strip club. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a strip club in the sense of it's a nice high-end maintenance place. It's a your sister, your cousin, and your baby mama are the headline dancers <laughs> that night at the show. And I don't know if it was just a crowd of people we were rolling with. Mm-hmm. Or if it was just Virginia culture. Like, we went out to take a break from, like, the hoot and shit. And some dude offers us crushed up Xanax. 
in the fucking alley of a strip club. <laughs> like, is this some Virginia shit, or is this like the, what normally happens at bachelor parties? Obviously, we refused it, but my buddy was like, hey, bachelor party ain't over. We're going to one more place. Fucking it. It's 2.45 in the morning. It's Sunday. We are, we're so far into Virginia, we're 20 minutes away from the North Carolina border. Jeez, that's far south. Uh, this is coming from Lanham, Maryland, Prince George's County. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Dumfries, Virginia, to being 20 minutes out of the North Carolina border. So you passed Richmond. Oh yeah, all the way. South. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hollows Point or some sparrows. I don't know. Whatever you. I know that's Maryland, but some shit. And I was just like, yo, I never want to do this again. <laughs> I have not. I have no beef with white people, but I never want to do this again. No, it's the the worst. Yeah. And then, and that's not even to mention the fact that I'm going to Florida. So Florida. So yeah, let's talk about Florida. Florida, you are above Virginia in my book. Okay. The only beef I have with Florida is that it smells like Metamucil and Icy Hot at 6 a.m. <laughs> that is my only beef with the state of Florida. All right. So you're, so you're going to Florida for work. You're being out there for 30 days. Right? Yes, sir. All right. So you got a lot You got a lot to, to do over there. Uh, it sounds like, you know, this is your redemption moment. Yes. That's yeah. something I don't want to talk about too much at length, but something I do want to, you know, just say and bring up and get off my chest. What part of well, what part of Florida are you flying into? Uh I will be going to Bradenton. Bradenton. Okay. Yep. Bradenton, Florida. What's uh, uh the biggest city near Bradenton? No clue. Okay. <laughs> no clue. I I as far as Florida goes, I have been to West Palm Beach and okay, I've been to yeah. Bradenton. Okay. Well, I haven't been to Brayton, but I'm well, going to Are you Brayton. flying into West Palm Beach? No. Oh. I think something. I don't know. <laughs> but that being said, uh, yeah, you talk about redemption. So I've, I have noted earlier that I was a freelance uh, Spanish interpreter. Um, that job I did for three years, and it brought me up to the level of um, court interpreting, which is just your basic uh, court stuff where you're just like, um, just you know, speaking Spanish to those that come up and need speaking Spanish too. Um, the short version is I have done this before. Uh, my very first case was in Florida, and I'm sorry, my very first attempt was in Florida, and essentially it went well. I had two other attempts, uh, didn't go well. I was essentially um, suspended. And placed on the bench for about 19 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't feel good at all. And I will say this to you, and you're the only person I'm saying this to. I was an athlete, quote unquote. But as far as competing went, I only played wheelchair basketball and I only raced in the Special Olympics. So do I have the mentality of an athlete that's been doing this 5, 10, 15 years? No. Mm-hmm. But do I have the mentality of an athlete? Absolutely. Absolutely right. Because I competed. I guess you could say I have more of the uh, more of the mentality of a competitor. Mm-hmm. But moreover, <clears throat> when you compete and you win, it feels great. When you compete and when you're placed on the bench, you're feeling lousy. And you know why you're placed on the bench. It's not a political issue. It's not a hypocritical issue. 
It's the simple fact that you weren't up to snuff. Right. You know, when you're benched, it means you suck. And for a long time, it felt that way for me. And it felt like I was never going to get the opportunity uh, to pursue my dream again, which is this. For me, I'm, you know, for me, I'm just going to not bottom line it, but I'm just going to say that um, for me, it's a pretty big thing. Not looking at it from the perspective of, Oh, he's in a wheelchair. He's flying in a plane. He's going to get to go to Florida by himself without mommy and daddy, blah, blah, blah. Because those things are already there. Right. For me, it's just a matter of, okay. And, you know, you and I, we talk baseball. For me, what this feels like was I lost. I won game one of the World Series. I lost two straight. This is game four. So for me, it feels like I'm rolling into Yankee Stadium game four of the ALCS. If I can win, even in just the first week, if I can get it right the first week, I can get it right the following three weeks. And one week to me, one week is game one. Game one, okay. Winning game four, sorry. Well, game yeah, winning game four, uh, but then you would win the rest of the series. Exactly. The, the rest of the three. Weeks. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, I hope that I hope you get those wins. And 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 this is the weird thing, right? Because the only two people on this entire planet that know how I'm feeling right now about this are you and Melissa. My cl- my friend, my confidant, my homie, my ride or die, my right arm, basically. Melissa Messersmith. She's okay. a great, great friend of mine. I've okay. known her for twelve years. She's an amazing, amazing individual. Um, just to talk a little bit about her and the magic that she has. Uh, Charlotte died on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and it was just absolutely fucking horrible. And I remember praying. I remember I got down and I prayed and I said, I said, yo. Charlotte, help me. Help me here because I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of being down. I understand. Two hours after that prayer, Melissa shows up in my driveway. Wow. That's big. And I don't talk about this moment because there are certain moments you don't talk about because you want to keep them so personal. Mm -hmm. But at the very same time, Melissa showed up in my driveway. And ever since Melissa showed up in my driveway... Like doors have been opening. And things that you didn't think would happen, happened. This, me getting a call, matter of fact, me just getting lifted from suspension and having the bosses listen to me and understand that I have mental fa- mental deficiencies as well as physical. It led to them, in, it led to them getting together and saying, hey, we can give this kid one more shot. Yeah, he's gonna start at the bottom of the totem pole, but we're gonna give him one more shot. Yeah, you should do. It. I mean, like, yes, you got you. Got, and you and got. and after that conference, and this was a conference that was back in October, mm-hmm. and they said to me, "Hey, Fred, you know, we're gonna take some time to review this. For now, just stick to what you're doing." After Melissa showed up in my driveway on Christmas morning, things have been unexplainable. 
two weeks, three weeks ago, I got the call and said, hey, we're keeping you in mind. We have a project in Florida coming up. Be ready to go. Yeah. A week after that phone call, it was, Freddie, pack. Mm -hmm. It's go time. Yeah. So, it was an emotional moment. Of course, I called you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, called Melissa. And I was just crying tears of joy. I was bawling like a baby. But it goes to show you just dedication. Yeah. And to take pressure off myself, but at the same time to apply pressure to myself. Yes. So at this point, I'm like, you you can't. I mean, it's a do or die, man. You got to. Game four of the World yeah. Series, baby. Again. You got to do it. The only two people that know about how I'm feeling about this are you and Melissa. It's You know that this is game four at Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. She knows that this is what I call championship mode. Yeah. Well, this I'm, is where you go. Well, so I'm wishing you the best of luck. I hope everything works out that first week, man. I mean, this is a. Uh, I'll kinda, call you. Yeah, that's the litmus you know. test for you. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. This is like I said. This is game four of the World Series. Man. This is. Yeah. This is this is game four at Yankee Stadium. Period. Yeah. Um. All right. So you know we have um. We have Super Bowl coming. Yes, up. sir. Speaking so. of competition. We have. Um, so, what are your picks? I mean, like, who who are you picking to win? Oh man, two teams that I can't stand, but two teams I have to respect. I'm going with KC. You know what? I'm going with KC. I'm going with KC. I'm going with KC only if Mahomes is 100. percent I'm going with KC regardless. I just I I can't I can't stand Philly. If he's not uh, not that I can't stand Philly, I cannot stand all of the shit that Philly fans have been talking all year long. Congratulations. You got here. Only reason I wouldn't, the only thing that I was like would be good if the Eagles won would be Jalen Hurts. Because he's been looked past for so long. So it'd be nice to give him like the props that he deserves. Jalen Hurts looked past? Yeah. Sure, you're not talking about Justin Fields? No, 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 no. Because I'm like, if you think about it, like he got benched on a championship game to a. Tua came in and pretty much won that championship when he was in Alabama. Then he transferred over. To, oh, you're looking um, at it from a college perspective. Well, yes, and then he was third string behind Carson Wentz, your favorite quarterback. Don't talk to me about Carson <laughs> Wentz now. You know, we Car all know how you, I feel about Carson had, Wentz. So you had Carson Wentz, you had Nick Foles, and sure. then Jalen Hurts was the the backup. You know, I mean, the third stringer. So you feel that as a third. So you feel like it's a feel good he, story. No, I'm the just third saying, stringer he, he comes really, up. He really had to work his way up. You know, and I, I feel like you know what. He's come a long way. Okay. They, they have a, a great, you know, they have a great roster. Um, but do I want them to win? No, I don't. But if they do, I think I think Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, it's, it's a good. I, I think that would be the, the feel-good story of the whole thing. I feel, and this is kind of like my ESPN first take type of moment, but I simply feel this way. I feel like if, if Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, there is no more doubt or or discussion about who is the next face of the NFL. Brady's time is done and over with. He had a great run. He was the marketable guy for 23 years. I feel like if Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, you can't deny the fact that this kid is the face of the NFL. Maybe, yes. 
I don't I don't disagree with it, but I think also I feel like Joe Burrow is uh, right right behind him. True, but, but I he feel, beat I Joe like, Burrow. I, I think... feel like Cincinnati got shafted in that that championship e- game. But no. I don't really we... want to go into into too much detail of it. But I I definitely feel like I. You got to be fair. I the w- referees got to be fair. You, oh yeah, you, got, you guys. It was a very one-sided game. Well, this and is going to be the yeah. zebra bowl now. Yeah, zebra bowl. <laughs> I, I well, like the I said, zebra champion AFC championship game for sure. The zebra bowl. Yeah, no, no. I'm just going to go on record and say that I personally believe that if Patrick Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl in three years, that essentially he cements himself as Tom Brady's heir apparent. Okay. I'm a, I mean, I, I just, I don't know if I would say Tom Brady's a heir apparent. No, I do. But I would say he's the it he's the it quarterback for now. Well, Brady was the it quarterback for how long? 20 years? Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's to that level yet, you know? I mean, he has to be, because Brady went the same path, two Super Bowls in three years. Uh, I don't know. What was it three out of four? Again. He won the Super Bowl. He lost the Super Bowl, and now I guess this is his third Super Bowl that he's going to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, after winning but, what five but, AFC title but games, but if he in loses, if he loses the Super Bowl, then I'm like, mm, I don't think he's the heir apparent. You know, I think that goes out the window. Ooh. Okay. So I might have to eat my own words in that regard. But well, I mean, think about it. I mean, you go to three Super Bowls, you only win one. I, I wouldn't, I don't know, just one out of three. So, but, but I mean, is this Jalen Hurts' I'm here, like recognize me moment? No, I just, I wouldn't say that recognize me. I don't think he's the uh, an elite quarterback. I think they surrounded him with a great talent um, around him, but I don't I don't think he's an elite quarterback, but I just think it would be a good redemption story. I, I okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I think they make a movie out of that in 10, 20 years, but... <laughs> I, again, I will say, despite the fact that his wife talks an immense amount of shit on social media for absolutely no reason, I believe Patrick Mahomes cements himself as the face of the NFL if he wins a Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, we, we ended up getting a new comment on uh, our YouTube. Word? Uh, some person named Medium Rare. Here we go. Said you guys are hilarious. Oh, word! Four hours ago, yeah, and it was on the um, survival of the apocalypse. Does Freddy survive? That's an old, old ass video. We're talking about that's in the basement. That's on the cutting room floor now. That one is is very. That's like our first video. That's in the archives, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Holy shit! Very weird. Uh, Unless it's uh, somebody that uh, that we just got as uh, our Instagram followers. I don't know. Anybody could be anybody. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. So okay, so you have the Chiefs winning by what? Ten or less. Ten. Okay. Ten or less. High. I know Philly. I know it's not going to be a route. I know it's not going to be an ass whooping. But I know they will make it competitive. But I will say this: Mahomes is Mahomes, and you just said they win if Mahomes is one hundred percent. They do. I'm scared that they're not going to be able to handle Philly's defense. Right. Philly's defense is legit. So Yeah, it's nasty. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Chiefs by three. Chiefs by oh Chiefs by three. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be a close game. All right. Yeah. Well you heard it. Yeah. All you right. So we'll it. see. Uh we'll probably make our picks 
official picks. You know, if things change um, before Super Bowl. But then, you know, just to, to throw it out there, we're, we're going to be doing NBA picks and we're going to be doing NHL, NHL picks. 50 cent picks. I'll keep telling you, hey, my picks are going to be the Capitals consistently. Well, if not the Brewers. The It'll Bruins. be good. It'll be interesting because you got NHL. I have NBA. Yeah. I don't know jack about NHL. And I'm just there. not an NBA fan. So, dude. yeah, it's a good trade off. I'm just not. Yeah. Until baseball season starts. There you go. There you go. All right. All right, guys, so we're going to wrap this one up, and you probably will be seeing a little bit more of us on social media. Uh, so with that, I would just say till next time. Till next time. All right, guys, take care. No fuimos.